Welcome back to an all-new Whole Creations. I'm your host, Ryan Odman. Today, I'm going to be interviewing my friend, Julia, all the way in Loma Linda, California. She has a powerful story of how Jesus Christ healed her from her Crohn's disease. That's right, I said it. Jesus Christ, our Lord, our King, healed Julia from Crohn's disease. I love her story, not just because I love hearing how God still heals today, but because she shares her story with such genuineness. So let's go hear Julia's story. Hello, everybody. My name is Ryan Odman, and this is my friend, Julia. Hi, everybody. I'm Julia. Hey, Julia. So, oh my gosh, Julia is an amazing writer, everybody, a great journalist. Like you got to check out her medium posts. Like they are off the heezy for sheezy. Do they still say that? (laughs) I don't know. They still say that, but (laughs) she is amazing. Like such an amazing godly woman who really has a heart to want to get to know God and putting God first. And the thing about her is she has such an amazing story about how God has moved in her life, especially in her in her past disease, how God has radically healed her and really draw her close to his heart. So I'm really excited for this. I believe Julie is excited for this. I believe you all out there that are listening to this are going to be excited. So without without further ado, I'm going to get to the questions. Are you ready, Miss Julia? Yes. <laughs> all right, cool. So Julia, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so um, I was born and mostly raised in Southern California. I live in Loma Linda, California. And I guess in my spare time, I like to just spend time with friends and family. I feel like whenever people ask me that question, that it's, I have kind of a boring answer because I like the simple things make me happy, I guess. So um, I like spending time out in nature and, and hiking and all of that and reading. And of course, like you said, I, I spend a lot of time writing as well for my blog. So that's kind of me in a nutshell. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. That's really beautiful. Like you keep it simple. All right. Well, this is the part that I really am excited for the question that I'm really excited to, to give, um, to Miss Julia here. Um, what is your testimony? I'll just jump right in kind of a timeline of my journey. Um, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease in September of 2017. And that was after about six years of just worsening symptoms over, you know, over time. And in October, I had to go to the hospital. I was in the hospital for about three weeks. Um, right before I went to the hospital, I, was very, very sick. My legs were swollen because I was malnourished. Um, I, we learned that I had fluid building up around my heart, which made it hard to breathe. I was very delirious. I couldn't think straight. I was nauseous all the time. Um, and I was throwing up water at that point. So I had lost about 35 pounds in three, three and a half months and in the hospital lost 10 more. So I'm a pretty small person. I lost about a third of my body weight, I was at 75 pounds. So very, very sick, very, very scary. Um, Right before the hospital, I thought to myself, I'm like, I'm going to die if I don't make it to the hospital. So yeah, pretty intense. Um, But thankfully, I did start to improve in the hospital. And 
it was about two more years after that 2018 2019 that I began just managing it really well so I had to stick to a very strict diet uh keep my stress levels very low um all that kind of thing and I got very interested in more like new age self-healing mind body healing um I did a lot of yoga meditation that kind of stuff and um I still had pain sometimes it wasn't as often or as intense, but it was still there. So that was kind of my journey for a few years after the hospital. And it was the end of 2019. Um, I think it's cause I'm very reflective on my birthday. So I turned 30, um, at the end of 2019. And so that's a very significant birthday. And I was just looking back on my twenties and on my life. And I'm thinking my life needs to change. I want something more. I, my spiritual life was completely dead, you know, um, and I just, I wanted more. I was searching. I was finally kind of coming around to that where it's like, I need to figure this out, you know? And so I, the, the way I knew to find God at that time was just to go back to church. So I started going back to church here and there and it helped. I mean, I think just turning my heart towards God that gave that permission to the Holy spirit really to start turning up, turning up, turning it up, turning up the heat or whatever to begin working in my life. So yeah, actually at the end of 2019, I just a little side note, I'd also dealt with depression and anxiety and, uh, alcohol addiction. I'll just, I'll just call it that. So at the end of 2019, I felt like I finally had, I finally was capable of letting go of alcohol and stopping drinking completely had been a struggle for a long time. So yeah, I did that. I was like, I'm not going to drink for a whole year. And it's been two and a half years since then. So (laughs) that was kind of the first thing that God really set me free from, I believe. And it impacted my healing quite a bit, as you could imagine. So let's see. (laughs) Um, 2020 then was a turning point. I mean, I was very excited I was like, I'm done drinking. I'm going to go to church every week. My life's going to change. And it did, but not in the way that I imagined because the pandemic happened, right? So couldn't go to church, was stuck at home. And it turned out to be a a blessing for me um, just because I was able to stay home and really pursue God. Um, But something that kind of rose to the surface with COVID was all this anxiety that I thought I had taken care of. So I became extremely anxious. I wasn't sleeping. And I thought, this is so weird. I thought I was all Zen and had it all figured out and (laughs) all that. Um, But what I felt led to do was to start listening to worship music to, you know, experience peace. And I started, so I started doing that like every day and reading a little bit of a devotional every day and eventually around May of 2020, I ordered my own Bible and a translation that I loved. And yeah, I started, it was just kind of a gradual journey. Um, I was excited. I thought, well, I can't go to church, but I can have church every day in my room. And I was like finding sermons on YouTube and, and all of that as well. So it wasn't until the end of 2020, now the exciting part, um, that I started learning about supernatural healing. 
God just brought a friend, a few people into my life that knew a lot about that and were able to share with me and teach me about, about all of that. So yeah, I began, I was excited because I was like, I want to be healed from Crohn's. Okay, let's do this, you know? So I began learning that I could have an intimate relationship with God and that that is the foundation. That's where healing flows from, right? And I learned about my identity in Christ and how he sees me, you know, with love and that the cross reveals my value to him and that it's God's will to heal, you know, always. And that I have authority because the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives in me. So I was just soaking all of that up. Um, that was around the time that I repented like truly repented for the first time, you know, for my past. And I just believed the truth of the gospel that I was learning. And I started stepping into it and I started experiencing healing. So that was really awesome. Like that, I kind of was on that journey for a few months. And last year, I kind of, what I just call a little detour, but I learned, I still learned a lot from it, but I started getting really caught up in, in works, like kind of a works mindset and pressuring myself to grow spiritually and comparing my spiritual journey with others and just a lot of self-condemnation because I had this like idea of what I needed to measure up to spiritually. Like I was just creating that idea and I was failing and <laughs> like, I don't know, just kind of a spiral of works and self-condemnation and at that time, symptoms actually came back worse than they had in a long time. So I had a few really severe stomach pain, stomach aches, um, and it hadn't been that bad for a very long time. So it was a little scary, but I learned a lot from that. And God, of course, thankfully, um, pulled me out of that and just reminded me of the simplicity that I had started with in the beginning. And I did like a very short fast. And in that short little fast, he, I was just listening to some worship music and he, Holy Spirit just said to me, I love you for you, not what you can do for me. And that just like, of course I bawled and bawled for a long time. And it was such a revelation for me because I'd always been very much like a perfectionist and feeling like I needed to live up to expectations and things to be loved and all of that. So I had that, that little detour and then revelation, God brought me back. And as soon as I came back to focusing on just my relationship with him and my identity in him, my complete healing from that point was almost immediate. And I don't, I don't have any of those like big, crazy moments of, oh, this is when I was healed, or this is when I was saved, or this is when this, my journey has been very much just like flowy, I guess, and just things happen. And I'm like, oh, I'm healed now. And <laughs> it kind of brings that kind of brings us to the present. The, the big confirmation for me that I am completely healed now is in February of this year. And then just last week, um, I was able to travel by plane to visit family for the first time in eight years. I just always had a lot of anxiety about that. I was afraid of what if my tummy acts up, I get symptoms or flare up or anything. 
how, what about the food? I don't know. What am I going to eat? Um, I heavily relied on a liquid shake, so I couldn't travel with that. And, you know, just the stress of traveling, maybe you don't get as much sleep as normal, all of that. So yeah, I, I didn't travel and visit family for eight years. And so I've been able to do that. And when I came back from the first trip in February, I just sat there thinking, okay, if this isn't healing, then I don't know what is. So I, that's when I wrote a blog post, an article of my Crohn's healing testimony, because I thought I'm done saying, oh, I'm going to be healed someday, or it's happening. It's I'm on this journey. And I'm like, no, I'm healed. And yeah, so that's, that's my testimony and little brief summary. <laughs> wow. Thank you for sharing all that. That was phenomenal, friend. That was phenomenal. And <laughs> I didn't know the full extent of it and I'm, I'm hearing you and it's, it's so amazing. It's so fantastic, my friend. And (laughs) um, there's, yeah, I'm, there's a verse in uh, first Peter two verse 24. It says by his stripes, we were healed. Not we will be healed. Not we are healed. It's past tense. We were healed. And yeah. so I'm, I'm realizing more and more when I live out my life by faith, the more the manifestation of God's healing power happens. Like, so there are times where like with having, with having the diagnosis of diagnosis of autism or ADD, sometimes my mind goes in and out, but I'm like, no, by his stripes, I was healed and I bless mm-hmm. my mind and I'm focused. And the more I say that, the more. I see the manifestation of my focusing, staying, standing firm. So, yeah. So yeah. yeah. Declaring the truth, speaking the truth, even if maybe our natural circumstance doesn't quite line up with it. That's what faith is. You know, we, we, the more, at least for me, the more I would speak out that truth over myself, like what you're saying, the more my experience in the natural began to line up with the truth of what the Bible says about the fact that we are healed. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because what does Proverbs 1821 say? It says death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it mm-hmm. shall eat its fruits. So the thing is I kept, if I kept speaking, Oh, and this is not to beat up anybody that, that does this, but like, and, cause I find myself doing this too. Like, Oh man, yeah. it's so hard. Oh, it's like, you're speaking death over yourself. And so the yeah. more I speak life, even though I may not feel it in the moment, the more I see the manifestation of what I believe faith. Yeah. So yeah. man, we're, we're preaching exactly. here, friend. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. All right. Well, um, are there any words of encouragement that you want to give to anybody out there that has gone through or is currently going through the things that you have talked about? I first and foremost, believing the truth of the gospel, you know, I just believing that and believing that salvation is so much more than just a ticket to go to heaven, right? It's about complete transformation of life and becoming a new creation is actually possible right now. And I don't know if you're familiar with the Greek word sozo. Um, Yeah, so, you know, the Greek word sozo, so 
salvation, that word salvation in the Bible, in the New Testament, the Greek word for that is sozo. And that word sozo is also used for the word healed and to be made whole and set free and preserved and protected. And so just believing and receiving that gift of salvation and knowing that it's so much more than just, oh, we slug through life and then someday we're going to go to heaven. It's about transformation right now, heaven on earth right right now, you know? Mm-hmm. And like you said, because of the cross, you are healed. It's finished. It's decided. Now we get to step into that reality. Uh, and I already kind of said this, you know, faith is believing in the gospel, believing in the finished work, even when our present experience might not be completely aligned with that, but beginning to declare that truth and believe that truth and believing the truth about what the Bible says over our experience in the past or the present. Cause I do, I think a lot of Christians, they might read the, the amazing truth of the gospel, but then think, well, this happened to me in the past, or this is happening to me right now. And so my experience isn't what the Bible's saying. And they begin to make theology to like affirm their experience right. over the, over the gospel. So just to, even though it feels a little crazy at first, you know, I would say I am healed. I am worth the blood of Jesus. I am, I am covered in the blood. These symptoms are a lie. You know, I would say all that stuff, even if I was experiencing stomach pain, you know, and so you might feel a little crazy, (laughs) but, but that's, that's just something that I think kind of happens when we're at the beginning of that journey. Uh, Yeah. And like I said, at the beginning, knowing God is the foundation intimacy relationship with him is the foundation of everything. Cause when I veered off of that symptoms came back and just knowing that truth that he is the healer. So having oneness with him, healing is going to automatically flow out of that place. Uh, and then finally, (laughs) um, just know that, Oh, I get emotional that, that you, we can enter into his presence without guilt, shame, or condemnation. Because when we're repentant and we are washed in the blood, like we are made pure, holy, blameless, and above reproach. That's what Roman says that in Romans, I believe. Yeah. Um, and so we can boldly enter into his presence and that is where we're changed. That's where we're healed. That's where we're made whole. Yeah. And I think a lot of times people feel like, oh, I got to get it all together before I got to figure it out before I get into his presence and pursue knowing him. And it's like, that's such a lie from the enemy because he knows that when you just go and you just believe that God loves you and you in his presence is where you're changed and just, yeah. just yeah. go there, you know? And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's my encouragement. <laughs> Thank you, Julia. Thank you. Um, yeah, because the thing is with unbelief, like there's there's always a battle between believing and unbelief in our minds. So sometimes I will I will speak to unbelief. I'm like, unbelief, you are broken out of me. You are free from me. I I I command you to go right now. And the more I say what is true by faith, the more I see the manifestation of what Jesus is and who he is and who we are in Christ. So, yeah. um, because actually 
let me see if I can find it right now because it won't, this verse won't leave me. <laughs> I usually don't have a Bible right next to me when I'm doing these sermon, not, not sermons, these podcasts. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'll, I'll try and paraphrase it the best I can. So like when Jesus and his disciples, when the disciples couldn't get a demon out of, um, out of a little boy and then the dad brought it to Jesus and then Jesus said, oh, faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I bear with you? Um, Jesus was able to get that demon out of that little boy. Eventually, I believe it was the demon was causing epilepsy or something like that. And um, Jesus was able to get uh, was able to cure that little boy. And then the, the disciples asked him, why couldn't we get him out? And they said, the only way how you can get it, get it out is through prayer and fasting. And I'm realizing that Jesus wasn't saying, Oh, you got to pray and fast. Like, but more like you have to come to me and just realize who I am and who my father is. And therefore all the doubt and unbelief that you are facing will perish. So like what you were saying, Julia, when we come into God's presence, the more we experience such true freedom where the doubt and the unbelief and the fear cannot stand against the power of God within us. Man, I feel like preaching right now. (laughs) Yeah, no, that passage is so um, significant when studying out biblical healing, because the, the way I learned the interpretation of that is he's talking about your minds, your unbelief, your, your, you twisted and perverse generation. He's talking about their minds and Jesus was saying this kind of unbelief can only come out through prayer and fasting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the sequence mm-hmm. of that passage that it, that comes out pretty clearly, but so he was telling the disciples, he's like, it's not because it wasn't my will to heal or I chose something like you guys wouldn't be able to heal or anything. The reason you weren't able to um, is because there was unbelief and, I mean, they had just been out healing and casting out demons all over the place. Right. Right. But this boy was really manifesting epilepsy. And I think that probably messed with them a bit, you know, Mm. they're like, they're seeing in the natural, like these all these symptoms and they're praying and nothing's happening. And they're like, ah, you know, so that's, that's what I have learned from that passage that like you were saying, you know, pursuing God and knowing him and praying and of course fasting at times yeah. uh, just so that our spirit grows stronger than the flesh, than yeah. our flesh, yeah. you know, so that we're growing in all of that truth. And we can see when we're looking at someone who's sick or manifesting symptoms, we can see what God sees, which is healed, <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. and be able to see the truth, even in when there's sickness, like presenting itself right in front of us, you know? Amen. Amen. Wow. <laughs> this is, um, this is beautiful. Thank you for this. I really, um, I needed this. So. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for inviting me. I love sharing and talking about all of this. So, so thank yeah. you. It's, it's been awesome. Of course. Do you want to go ahead and pray for anybody out there that's listening? Sure. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. God, I just thank you for this opportunity um, to, to come together and gather with Ryan and also with everybody listening and watching. And I just pray for anybody listening right now 
or watching us that is experiencing sickness, experiencing pain, whatever it might be, Lord, I just want to pray a prayer of healing over every single person and just command every symptom to leave in Jesus name. And I just declare complete healing over every single person, Lord, in Jesus name. And we know that by the power of your name, anything is possible. Complete healing is possible. Complete freedom is possible, Lord. And I also just want to pray that, um, just pray for boldness for people to just enter into your presence, knowing that they are loved, knowing that you want to spend time with them. You want to heal them. You want to make them whole and you want to have oneness with them. That's why they were created. That's why we're all created, Lord. And yeah, I just thank you for the gospel. I thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross and paying the price so that we could be free from sin and the effects of sin and have eternal life with you, God. And Holy Spirit, thank you for being our helper, being our advocate, being dwelling in us and and being with us so that we are never alone. And Father, thank you for your love for us. And just, yeah, I just pray for joy that everyone can experience the joy of living a full life alive in Christ. Amen. Amen. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for watching or for hearing this, whether you're on Spotify, whether you're on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or watching on YouTube or uh, just seeing a post on Instagram. We thank you for watching or listening and we pray you have a great week. Thank you again, Julia, for joining me. Thank you. All right. I'm going to...